The Cups and Cakes Network presents Inside the Artist Studio. The interview you're about to hear was originally recorded June 26, 2019. To find out more about Cups and Cakes, visit them at cupsandcakespod.com. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. What you're about to hear may contain filthy language and adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Natural Sympathies is the solo project from Regina's Amber Goodwin. Under this name, Goodwin has been picking up steam across the prairies with her ultra-fun live show that incorporates dancers and projections alongside electro-pop perfection. Back in June, I was joined by Goodwin to discuss Natural Sympathies' debut album Porous, slated to come out on Grey Records November 15th, an accompanying film version of the record, and the music scene in Regina. And now... Joining me today on Inside the Artist Studio is Amber Goodwin. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So, Natural Sympathies is a solo project, correct? It is, yeah. It's a it's a solo project. Just me. Uh, first one I've ever had, actually. Yeah. What made you decide to ditch the band dynamic? Well, it was not really a choice. I moved away from my hometown of Montreal to Regina, Saskatchewan, and um, I was a little bit heartbroken, so I took a little bit of a break from music and started exploring other things things like sculpture and performance and film and uh, also just getting to know the Regina music community. Yeah. Um, within that, I also uh, fell pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> as, as they say, um, nobody says that anymore. No one says that. But anyway, um, and so I, when I was ready to start playing music again, I had a, an infant in the house, and so I was making electronic music quietly in the basement with headphones <laughs> on. Really, that's what it was. And I didn't have to schedule band practices or anything like that. It was really just a va- it was all about convenience. Nice. And kind of also exploring um, performance and what I can make on my own for the first time ever. It's really, I don't know, maybe I'm burning through this, but like it's it's a bit of a, a kind of a naked experience because there's no no band you can hide behind. You kind of have to take ownership of all your creative choices for better or worse, you know. And, and especially if you're learning how to make a certain kind of music as you're making it, which is sort of what I did with electronic music. Cool. Yeah. So speaking of performance, um, sometimes you're known to have quite a performance <laughs> with dancers and, and film. And mm-hmm. um, Could you talk maybe a little bit about your live show and where the idea came to really push it over the top? Sure. Uh, so basically, I am at an age now where all I want to do is like have fun. There's like, I really don't really give a shit anymore about what people think. Like I, I, I mean that in the nicest way. I care about people very much, but in terms of any self editing, I don't have a lot left and I'm pretty, pretty comfortable on stage, maybe a little too comfortable. <laughs> and um, so for me, it's just big playtime. So I have two shows basically. I have one with projections, which is um, something I do when I'm touring solo or playing shows in Saskatchewan. Um, and that's just projections that kind of complement the songs that I'm uh, that I'm singing because each of the songs have a really usually pretty clear message and subject. And then I also have this other uh, performance aspect, which is with the mutual affection backup dancers. So I put this like call for backup dancers out on social media and then a a collection of people got back to me and then it kind of just sort of whittled down into these four amazing humans 
who um, who's a couple who are friend, I was friends with before, a couple I you know became friends with in this process. Yeah. And we just built these choreographies. Like I swear, like it took us like six months or something just to like sort of as a group build a choreography for each song, and it was a really incredible creative experience just to sort of like open people up to your music in a way that's completely unlike, you know, asking someone to jam, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, hey, can you pretend to be like a 12-year-old girl with me? <laughs> Let's revisit that and like act out the song. And like, they all had such great ideas and they're all, we're all amateur dancers. So like, it's just in the spirit of fun. That's so cool. <laughs> uh, your debut album, Porous, is slated to arrive November 15th. What can you tell us about it? Porous is a seventh song album. Um, and it's like, all about um, how I've been feeling in the last year and a half, you know, just being a parent um, in a world that's increasingly destabilized or something about, you know, just, you know, getting, maybe it's becoming more mature and having less, uh, you know, having fewer inhibitions or something like this or but I just feel literally more porous I feel like um, things affect me more easily my my emotions are clearer my my intellectual responses to like world events like you know that guy getting elected down in the states everything um, is just been so much greater so I've kind of likened it to in one of those like citrus fruit bags you know they have like the little holes are made of mesh yeah and like the more you put into it the greater it expands and more and more can pass in and out of it. It just feels like I'm just always expanding as a parent, as an artist, and I'm always think that I'm at my most, you know, I've got, I've reached my capacity, but it just keeps going as the world throws more things, as my life throws more things. Yeah. So when I wrote this album, like I was, you know, I have a young child and I've been processing that. And then also um, my mother died last year. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. And, but then also just like, you know, just kind of like I decided to sort of almost like issue by issue <laughs> talk about things that are annoying me. Yeah. Um, so it's a bit of an angry album, but I think there's it's also balanced with humor and like sexiness and, and fun. Right on. Yeah. Um, so the album is coming out on Grey Records, which is a Saskatoon imprint that I adore. Mm-hmm. I was very curious how you met uh, Lenore and Duncan. Um, you know what? Lenore was Lenore and her sisters, Julie and Erica, we all played the same show together um, like in 2016. It was my very first show as Natural Sympathies and they were there. We were both on the bill. Amber PB, a different Amber from Regina, who's one of the people behind Swamp Fest, put together this show to go along with this art walk and I met them then and they're just such amazing people and they've always been incredibly supportive. Um, even when I went to Femwave in 2017, um, Lenore like woke up after a late night and like came down to my day time show and like help do projections for me they're just so such incredibly hardworking, nice and insanely talented people right on and Duncan is also incredible and he's all about building community and uh, he's just a really real cool guy who listens very well and they're both really artist focused you know what I mean they don't want to just put their name on something to say that they put their name on it like they really actually want to help out the bands in the ways that the bands are asking for support you know whether it's financial or promotion or or whatever they're just like they're really there for the artist cool Mm -hmm. so 
to coincide with the record, there's this film project that you, you did this past summer. Could you tell me a little bit about it and how it accompanies the record? Yeah, so basically it's eating up all my weekends. <laughs> like it's, now I know there's like nine weeks in the summer, essentially, and that they can go super fast. Um, so, so basically what it is, is uh, an episodic experimental science fiction uh, feminist musical. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> basically um, the film is, it accompanies the soundtrack of the, the record or the record accompanies the film. And each song or each segment is directed by a different filmmaker. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so each filmmaker is somebody who has like a strong practice, a real strong like um, visual aspect of their work or really particular way of approaching filmmaking. Yeah. So I just, uh, so I applied for funding from the Saskatchewan Arts Board and I can't believe they gave it to us. <laughs> I'm so ha- thankful. Taxpayer dollars helping us do this bonkers thing. And like, um, so, so yeah, there's like uh, Eric Hill, um, Adrian Adams, Sunny Adams, Anya S. I don't want to mess up her last name. Uh, Ian Campbell, Ellie and Macola, Choke Cherry Productions, um, which is a Saskatoon crew. Um, I might be forgetting somebody just in like the moment right now, but it's uh, but it's a really really cool project. And like we're getting a spaceship made, so it follows <laughs> the the creative arc of. Uh, sorry, it follows Natural Sympathies, and Natural Sympathies has crash landed on Earth and needs to fix her equipment to be able to get back home. Yeah. And things transpire from A to B. <laughs> so that's like kind of what goes on. Nice. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, it'll be kind of bonkers. I don't know what, what we're going to do with it. Is it just getting released like via YouTube or are you going to try to put out a DVD with the the album or, or have you thought about that yet? <laughs> <laughs> um... I've thought a little bit, like, I definitely want it to be sort of like, you can either view it in segments or as a whole. I'd like it to be kind of primarily shown as a whole, like, online somewhere, possibly YouTube and or Vimeo. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to maybe send it to some film festivals, just because there's some film, like, I'm, you know, I I am a filmmaker, actually, myself as well, like, by training. Um, Jeez, you do it all. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been a film, an active filmmaker in a long time, but uh, I get bored it really easily and I, and I get lots of ideas and sometimes I try to pull off really ambitious projects I maybe should have not <laughs> planned for myself but yeah so I'd like you to like maybe go to a couple of maybe even music festivals have so many components like film yeah. festival components to them yeah definitely yeah it would be fun to to do that as well have them have it travel to some of those places would you uh, ever consider playing live while it played on the screen kind of like shooting guns is, has been doing <laughs> quite a bit um that's a really good idea. Um, I hadn't thought of that exactly like that, <laughs> but I might take that idea. <laughs> but there's some props we might, you know, involve, like incorporate into the actual live show. Like this sounds super exciting. It's like so over the top. <laughs> um, I didn't like. I feel very much like a glam rocker or something now, <laughs> where it's just like there's so much, sh- so much shenaniganry. <laughs> It's like so unnecessarily complicated. <laughs> anyway. Oh, that's awesome. 
Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned kind of at the top of the interview that you're originally from Montreal, but now live in Regina. Um, I was curious <laughs> if you're aware that you kind of are going the wrong direction <laughs> of the flight path there. Um, <laughs> I would I would argue with that, um, just because Regina has got such a cool creative community, and yeah. it's it's like weirdly easy to access like all these people around you who are at the top of their game yeah but they're just not insanely busy with like hundreds of other people wanting to contact them as well yeah so we've got a really strong creative community a bunch of weirdos like for example the swamp fest crew you know what i mean and some great bands um so so i so it's only been great to me living in regina nice but i do miss montreal i have to admit like i miss i really was sad to leave cobra and vulture which is my previous band that i'd been with like two really good friends and my best friend from high school like we'd been writing songs together for like over a decade yeah um so that was all heartbreaking and like leaving my hometown but you know i go back often enough and the cost of living is easier out here like it's there's a lot of things that are just kind of lovely and you know what Montreal's not like this place where I'm going to go discover myself like some people may like very understandably go and do because it's I think it's important to get lost in a big city or be kind of like nameless in a place at some point in your life Um, and I think reinvention is a really great teacher and for me moving to a smaller city was that like Mm -hmm. I learned a lot about myself um, from that transition and I built like a whole new secondary family here so amazing yeah well Regina's scene right now is very strong Mm -hmm. stronger than it's been in years past and uh, I I was just wondering if you noticed anything in particular that has sort of helped to contribute to that uh, maybe push it and maybe maybe it's just an outsider looking in I'm not mm-hmm. sure, but it sure appears to me to be that it's the strongest it's ever been. Um, where are you noticing? I'm just curious, like, how are you, are you noticing it from when people reach you, like, through your podcast and stuff like that? Yeah, well, yeah. just uh, people reaching out to me, but also bands that I discover that mm-hmm. I actively want to reach mm-hmm. out to, mm-hmm. like you, mm-hmm. um, when I discovered your, mm-hmm. your band. And then, um, I, I mean, the Grind Central crew, they oh, always yeah. kind of reach out to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as I knew, like, five years ago, it was, like, Black Thunder and Snake River and that was it (laughs) (laughs) obviously I'm wrong but yeah uh, it just seems like there's something exciting Um, Mm -hmm. Beachbody is a band out of that city that's just blowing my mind yeah I don't know like I'm sometimes these things are seem cyclical you know what I mean and I think it happens in any cities um music scene sometimes some bands go into retirement or whatever right like um like library voices only play once or twice a year for example but i there's something nice about uh the pace of creation sometimes in the in regina where there's like a little bit of a people really just do because they want to there's not always necessarily like this this like hustle um and so when creative projects come along they're usually like they sound so amazing Mm -hmm. because they've taken the time to do it right you know but I don't know. It, it is a really exciting time. I have to say, like, I feel like the, I just, you know, I work at the community radio station. Um, it's been more active than ever with, like, local bands yeah. and touring bands. Um, you know, new music festivals happening, labels popping up across the prairies. You know, Saskatchewan's kind of, like, 
is a small province in terms of its population. So it feels like even the stuff that's happening in Saskatoon, like, yeah. is kind of folded into stuff that we're doing sometimes. And yeah. But so I don't really have an answer for you. But That's I, fine. But I feel like it's sometimes it's cyclical, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, one last question before we jump into the rapid fire, and it was kind of about um, the future. There are some tentative plans to tour. You'd, certainly, I'll be coming out to like the prairie cities yeah. with the album, and then perhaps beyond. Um, I'm hoping to go out east a little bit. I haven't really actually gone back, like been Natural Sympathies, played Natural Sympathies um, in Montreal or Toronto or anywhere else. Okay. Yeah. Out there, so I'd like to go out there. And I'm working with a really amazing pal named Beth Curry who's got this um, uh, feminist booking agency and so cool. she, she's helping me out a lot and um, and a lot of really cool artists like Zinnia um, so I might tour again with some of those artists we'll see how it all goes cool yeah. uh, just for for a shout out here what's the name of that feminist booking agency um, adapter bookings cool check it out uh, okay well let's get in the rapid fire sure it's, this is fun <laughs> I like doing these uh, my first question is what album sparked your love of music Patti Smith's Radio Ethiopia is one of the first ones that comes to mind. Just the melding of like rock and weirdo poetry. Nice. Yeah. What's your current musical obsession? It's divisive in my household, but I'm really into uh, um, Jenny Lewis's On the Line. Yeah. It sounds like a mature album, and I'm interested in hearing more about these mature albums. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Burgers or pizza? Um, Okay, definitely burgers. Who am I kidding? Coffee or tea? Coffee, 100%, but only one cup and in the morning. How do you take it? Like a lot of sugar, don't judge, and like a cream. What's the best movie you've seen recently? I really like Fury Road, but that came out, I think, a few years ago now. Um, I also really like Denialation, and that might have come out a year ago or so as well. Those are both good answers. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Alcohol or marijuana? Um, Alcohol. I get too paranoid and, and yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah. Uh, what's your drink of choice? Um, I usually like, if I'm fancy, I'll have a Negroni, but I'm rarely fancy. So I usually (laughs) just have, um, a nice IPA. What's the best thing to happen to you on stage? Oh, it's just always nice when people sing the lyrics along with you. You know what I mean? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What's the worst? You know, pretty, pretty innocuous, but stepping on my guitar cable and unplugging it at a critical moment or something, like nothing in particular. Fair enough. Cake or pie? 100% cake. I'm sorry. <laughs> why are you sorry? I just, it seems like pie people are always like, why? Like, you know, the the local fruit component or something. And I'm like, no. Yeah, but Give me the butter and the, yeah. You could just eat the fruit, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, no, totally, right? I just don't want hot fruit all the time. Like, not into it. How many pets do you have and what are their names? I have one cat named Prince and he's a fluffy blonde l- dude and he's kind of kind of old now. Yeah. Mm. What's the strangest job you've ever had? The strangest job I've ever had? Um, I wouldn't say it's strange, but I... Um, Oh, actually, yeah. Well, I worked in the census one time. I worked for the census, like, as a summer student. And uh, they I think they almost fired me because I just wasn't detailed-oriented enough. I was just, like, really listening to, like, a lot of CBC for the first time in my life. And I was just so engaged with the programming and kept making mistakes. <laughs> if you could open for any artist on the planet, who would it be? If there's anybody I can open for, she doesn't even have openers, but I would open for Bjork. 100%. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was your favorite childhood toy? 
Um, definitely Barbies. Very femme from day one. Beatles or the Stones? Um, I used to like be really, I used to never answer that question, <laughs> but I would say like the Beatles. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And the reason I wouldn't answer it is that like, I, I didn't really have a particular opinion for a long time mm -hmm. and I was not encyclopedic about either. And I would argue that I follow my own lines of inquiry and I don't need to be like, you know, following the usual rock and roll canon of things you should know to like the very nth end and depth of it. But I mean, now I know them pretty well, but like both of those bands, but like, I think that still holds true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's your favorite superhero? Uh, Captain Marvel. What was your first car? Okay, so I only started driving when I moved to Regina. That I was gonna, th I was yeah. thinking that might be uh, to that effect. <laughs> but, so, but my first car, like I learned, I I explicitly got my license in Quebec to do a cross help with a cross country tour with my old band, and that was a Dodge Grand Caravan. All right, what's the best Canadian city to play? Uh, Regina, Saskatchewan, <laughs> and if I had to pick a second, I love playing Call the Office in London, Ontario. It's just like this old rock and roll institution, and it's kind of gross, but in its, but like lovely, and uh, yeah, and one time we hung out with these guys there, and um, we were like, you know, this younger band, female fronted, like less less common than even it is now. And uh, I know f people don't like the term female fronted, but it's true. That's what it was like. And we're two 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 guitar players, and then this this band walked in. They're easily 15 years older than us, and like one of them literally is wearing chaps over his jeans and stood up to play <laughs> drums, and and like one guy played a flying V, and they like never. They like started talking to us at least as if we were like exactly like them. They never changed their like level of hangout party rock and roll dude vibes. Yeah. They're like sweet rig, what's that? And like just constantly. So I always think of like this band whose name escapes me. At call the office and how what a ridiculous weird time warp rock and roll scene it was and uh, it was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, give me one of your bucket list items. Uh, bucket list item is like this is gonna be lame and less music. I would really like to get some nice hollyhocks growing out front of my place because I can't. I've been trying so hard to get tall flowers, <laughs> like as tall as like a small bush, to grow in a variety of places I've lived, and it hasn't worked out. So I, it doesn't seem it's not a it's not like a major it's not like a a mountain to climb, <laughs> but it's like something that I feel like I'd like to get done. You know. That's awesome. <laughs> What's your biggest pet peeve? People who are just mean to other people. That sounds so silly, but like when somebody's just rude to somebody who's like serving them in a restaurant or or whatever, or just like, you know, they're hanging out and the only thing they knew, know how to talk about is is saying mean shit about other people. Mm -hmm. Like whenever, like I don't really have a lot of people around me like that, but whenever I come up against it, I'm like, oh my God, you're so toxic as a human. Happened to me recently and I was like, why are we even existing in the same space? Uh, what's your favorite road trip album? Okay, I can't deny that we usually end up putting on, it depends who I'm going out with. Cause like if I'm with the dancers, like lately all we've been really playing is like Lizzo and like really like banging stuff like that. Yeah. But if I'm going out with my like 
my sweet partner, we usually end up listening to like Fleetwood Mac's Rumors. Yeah. Um, and maybe some Tom Petty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, and then, then I try to get them to listen to Jenny Lewis's On the Line, and they do not like it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Amber, I got one last question for you before we part ways. If you could hang out with one of your musical idols, would you? Yeah, I guess. But like, I, I'm definitely of the opinion that um, that you don't want to stand too sit too close to the ballet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, if I had any sense that somebody was an asshole, I would probably pass. I'm not easily in, like I'm not easily impressed by fame yeah. or whatever. Like. So I, I would be pretty easy with passing. But there's some people I would like not pass on no matter what. Like if David Bowie was still around, I would like, if Patti Smith was like a total jerk but was still there, I would go see her no matter what. But I feel like she would be like a really nice aunt. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of get that yeah, vibe too. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Amber. Thank you so much for joining me on Inside the Artist Studio. Thank you for having me. It's super fun to be here. Uh, the way we usually end it is with one of your tracks. So mm-hmm. did you have something off the album you want us to play? Uh, I'd like to play um, Pretty Impossible. Awesome. Well, here it is. <laughs>
and Cakes Presents is produced by Jeff McCallum. The feature track was played with permission from Natural Sympathies. Undercurrents from Atlantis Jazz Ensemble's album Oceanic Suite is the background music throughout the entire episode. Oceanic Suite is available through Ottawa's Marlowe Records. Find out more at MarloRecords.com. Inside the Art Studio is one of many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, CupsAndCakesPod.com to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's Cups, the letter N, CakesPod.com. Thanks for listening.